Parsha Shmini is the only Parsha that's named after a number. The Parsha begins, And it was on the eighth day. And the Mepharshim asks, It was the first day. It was opening day. The inauguration day of the Mishkan. So why is it called the eighth day? So just a few days ago, the Major League Baseball season began. And if you look at the standings, all the team's records stand at 0-0. But they played a month worth of spring training games. So why aren't those games reflected in the standings? It's because everyone knows that the spring training games and their statistics don't count. We start fresh. Every team starts at 0-0. So from the 23rd day of Adar until Rishchaydish Nissen, Moshe erected and dismantled the Mishkan every day. And now was finally Rishchaydish Nissen, and spring training was over, and was finally time for the season to begin. Aharon and his sons were poised to take over the reins from Moshe. So essentially, it was the first day. Those previous seven days should have been stricken from the record. So why does the Torah call it Yom HaShmini? And the reason the Torah, the Torah calls it the eighth day is because the Torah is teaching us an important lesson. That the spiritual world operates totally different than the physical world. In the physical world, you only get rewarded for results. However, in the world of Rachnias, one gets rewarded for the effort as well. Granted, those seven days of practice and training didn't count in the standings. However, without those seven days, you wouldn't have been zoichet to get to the eighth day. The Rabbani Shalom recognizes your toil and effort of those days of challenge and struggle to get to your ultimate destination. And He rewards you for your exertion and your hard work. So those seven days of toil and struggle is not lost. It doesn't get stricken from the record. Hashem rewards us for our effort, even though there were no results. We say in davening, Yismach leiv mevakshe Hashem. Let the hearts of those who seek Hashem rejoice. And the Chafetz Chaim explains that when one seeks and searches for something materialistic, they are not satisfied unless they successfully find or obtain that which they were looking for. However, one who is Mavakesh Hashem, he finds great pleasure and joy just from the actual search, regardless of its success. In this week's parsha, on the words Darash, Darash, Moshe, Chazal say that between those two words of Darash is exactly the middle of the Torah. The first Darash is the last word of the first half of the Torah, and the second Darash is the first word of the second half of the Torah. So what is the significance of this? It's teaching us an important lesson. The central part of Torah, the underlying message of Torah study, is to be a Darash to be a seeker, to be a mavakash, an inquirer, someone that yearns and aspires to plumb the depths of Torah and come close to Hashem. The process itself, the exercise of seeking, longing and yearning, gives a person great joy and satisfaction. The story is told about a certain wealthy man who walked into the yeshiva of Navardik. He approached the Rosh Yeshiva and he told him, I'm looking for the best bacher in the yeshiva to marry my daughter. As a wealthy man, this would obviously come with great financial benefits. So the man and the Rosh Hashiva walked around the Bismedrish together. And then the Rosh Hashiva stopped and he pointed to a certain bacher and he tells the Gavir, he is the biggest masmet. Then he points to another boy and he says, he is the best lamdan. And yet at another one and he says, he is the greatest tzaddik in the yeshiva. The man grew a bit impatient and he says, Rabbi, this is all very nice, but who is the best Bachar? And Rosh Hashiva then took the man to one Bachar sitting in the corner and he said, Him, he is the best Bachar in the Yeshiva. 
And the man turns to the Rosh Hashiva and he tells him, Rabbi, I'm a bit confused. You just pointed out the biggest Masmid and the biggest Lamdan and the greatest Tzaddik in the Yeshiva. But this young man was the best Bachar. How could this be? If he's not the best Lamdan or Masmid or Tzaddik, what makes him the best Bachar in the Yeshiva? And the Rosh Hashiva tells him, this Bachar is the biggest Mavakish. He has the strongest desire to learn and to understand the Torah. He wants to grow more than any of the other Bacharim. So when all is said and done, he will outperform, he will steig above them all. And that Bachar was the stipler gone. Yismach leiv mevakshe Hashem. That is Hashem's promise for the individual who is sincere in his quest. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.